welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Joe, you are vaccinated. I am. Second shot in the yep. books. Yep. Now I just got to wait a few weeks and I'll be fully immune, not immune, but fully vaccinated. Vaccinated, which is, yes. Which is great because that means I can go out a little bit more and, you know, enjoy enjoy myself. One step closer to normal? Yeah. Just one step, which is good. I guess, yeah. You know, one step in front of the other. You know? So you had the Moderna shot, right? Yep, so how Moderna. did how did day two of that go, or after shot two, how did yeah. that go? Day two was interesting. Um, <laughs> it definitely had some flu-like symptoms, which I noticed were, you know, it was like having a strong cold. I slept a little bit. I drank some Gatorade. I drank some water, uh, which was uh, some advice from the team and from some other people who've gotten shots. I slept and I got some rest. It was a nice disconnect from the world kind of day. And it was good. It, it, well, not good, but I mean, you know, it was a lot better than getting COVID. Yeah. You know? Oh, for so, sure. So, yeah. Um, you know, and for all the people who have gotten it, I'm sorry. And I hope that when you do get your shot, uh, your second date is nothing. So that because you've already kind of, you know, went through the worst. So Yeah. Well, and I think, I think it's great because you were the last person in our office here at Public yep. Affairs to get their second vaccine, yep. uh, their second shot rather. And so that means in just a matter of days, we are all officially fully vaccinated, yep. uh, which hopefully means more in-person stuff. Yeah. And since we like talking about food, we're probably going to have a pizza party. I mean, yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, so, you know, yeah, just it's just another reason you know, um, that I hope people really consider it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think, I think a lot of people are on the fence yeah. for lots of reasons. This all happened very quick. It's very scary, you know, yeah. but, um, I think all I'd say to that is listen to the experts, yeah. you know, um, Please do. we have town halls all the time with Colonel Michael yeah. from, from our medical command here on Fort Meade, who gives great information. And then the good news is any, you can walk into CACNA or to Kimbrough now. Yeah. And exactly. get a get a vaccine. Tricare exactly. beneficiary. That's all you need to be. Which is awesome. So veteran, dependent, spouse, yeah. service member, you can you can go in right now. Yeah. Literally put the podcast on pause, get in your car, drive to Kimbrough, take us with you, whatever. Yeah. Listen to us while you wait. Yeah. But you can go get that shot right now. Yeah. And I mean, come on, it's it's super simple. I mean in I think they're trying to fill spots. Like they want people to show up. Well, of course. Because I, yeah. I you know. I get that people are on the fence, but let's be honest. If it's just a, a, a sick day afterwards, go for it. Get it done. Take a sick day. Yeah, we all Take need a it sick anyway. day. Get the shot. Take a sick day. Okay, so now, that, Joe, now that we got talking about the, the shots, the vaccines out of the way, and again, I hope you all consider it, look at the information, you know, listen to the experts. But, Joe, I want to I take you down memory lane. Mm. Now think back to when you were in school. Do you have a favorite teacher? Who is your favorite teacher when you were in school? Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I know, so, it, was a, I know it was a really long time ago yeah, for us. So this is a story I love to tell because, you know, people ask me about my vocabulary, like why I talk a certain way, because sometimes I get accused of using big words. And it's not... <laughs> And I, and I don't do it for any reason other than that's just what I was taught to do by a teacher. Sure. I, I wish I remembered his name. He reminded me of the guy from Tool Time. The the not 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 
Tim Allen's guy, the the guy who worked with him on the TV oh, show. Oh gosh, yeah. Alan Kearns, I think is his name. Something, like, yeah, yeah. That's his real name, not yeah. his stage name. Yeah. But. So he, he kind of looked like that guy. Okay. So, but when I was younger, I was a very talkative person. Go figure. A talkative no. person gets into public affairs. <laughs> not you, Joe. So he would always use. Uh, Various words or synonyms for uh, talkative. He would say, I'm very loquacious or very oh. verbose. Oh. Yeah. So he'd use fancy these, words. Yeah. He'd use these $10 words mm-hmm. for a $5 saying. And uh, so he just, he got me into doing that, into using other ways to say the same thing. Not necessarily to sound more intelligent, but just to keep your mind active. Mm hmm. So he was probably one of my favorite teachers. My second favorite teacher was also an English teacher, surprisingly enough, in high school. And I wish I remembered her name. This was a long wow. time ago. I know I'm awful. <laughs> you remember the word loquacious, but you forgot your two favorite teachers' names. Right, right. <laughs> I can sadly name every teacher I've had from like kindergarten. Yeah. Up until high school, because then I had a whole bunch and yeah. I didn't like most of them, but... I think uh, I think a lot of it has to do with just how crazy my life has been. Not that anybody else's life hasn't been crazy, but well. So the second teacher, she introduced me to Shakespeare. Oh, okay. In high school, sure. And she did so by letting me see, or what, letting the whole class see Roman Polanski's Macbeth. Okay. And the opening sequence is graphic. I've never seen it. Yeah, well, it it starts with like Macbeth's head rolling down a flight of steps. Yeah, yeah. It's very dark. Yeah, but I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Billy Shakespeare, this guy from like hundreds of years ago, wrote this, and so I was like immediately just like, all right, let's read this. I want to see what this is all about. Which really opened my eyes to the world of literature and and classic literature. So, and then we started going to Broadway plays to see these these books played out and stuff like that. So. Yeah, those two teachers really opened my eyes to literature and English and what you can do with the power of words. My favorite teacher, I do remember his name, and he's actually still teaching. Oh, that's awesome. He's He was supposed to think retire over COVID, but he's probably sticking it out another yeah. year or so because it's the kind of guy he is. But his name's Chris Davis, and he teaches at Farrell Elementary School in Picture Ox, Pennsylvania. Wow. And he was my fifth grade social studies teacher. That's cool. And he was the first boy teacher that I ever had. I mean, I'm from a small town, lots yeah, of women in yeah. teaching, obviously. Um, and it's still very, tr- you know, a trend today. But uh, he was my first male teacher. So it was really cool. And he was young at the time. Well, he's still young because then that would mean I'm old. But, um, <laughs> but you know, he, he was just this very young and energetic teacher. He was one of those one- teachers who made you interested in history. That's awesome. And why we should vote and things like that in fifth grade. And, you know, he was one that you'd come in and he'd be like, okay, you can sit wherever you want. You can rearrange the desk. He just had this energy about him. And he always remembered you. And the funniest thing is, is uh, because of where the school's located and where his classroom is, if you're on the outside of the school, there's these steps. It's an old building. Yeah. And I could always walk up and peek in the two classrooms on the end. So when I was in his class... My mom had this thing where I'd, I'd get this wooden pencil for my teachers mm-hmm. and it said my, Mr. Davis's class. And a few years ago, I went and just for nostalgia's sake, sake took a peek in the room and I knew it was his room because he still has that dang thing hanging up 
That's awesome. In his classroom. <laughs> and the cool thing is I still see him once in a while. That's cool. um, when I go back home, I've, I've run into him in the weirdest places. And he always yells, Sherry Gardner, <laughs> every time he's, he sees me. And he'll yell at across the room. And it's just, it's just really cool. And he also won Teacher of the Year yeah. back home once. And all of this teacher talk here is to get us to the point that we got to talk to the Anne Arundel County Public Schools Teacher of the Year, yeah. who is a need high teacher. And Joe, I got to tell you this. So they've been doing this Teacher of the Year for about 35 years. Wow. The last time a Mead High teacher won it was in the 80s. Wow. Or maybe early 90s. Early 90s. Wow. That's crazy. Long time. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, so we got to talk to the teacher of the year for um, Anne Arundel County, and she's awesome. Yeah. Like, she's almost my new favorite teacher, and I never had her as a teacher. <laughs> Absolutely the nicest person I think I've ever talked to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, if it's a good thing we recorded her interview virtually because I probably would have broken every COVID rule and gave her a hug. Yeah. Like, she was yeah. that kind of teacher. Yeah. You know? and, and I mean, the kind of passion you, you, we heard from her while she was talking is just really something else. Like it was inspiring just to hear her talk about her love of teaching. Like it made me want to learn from her. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about saying, can adults, yeah, not can even in school, can we, can we take, <laughs> take your class? Um, so yeah, so great interview, uh, well-deserving of the award. Oh, for I sure. I mean, just for even sure. in the few minutes we really got to talk to her. I can see why she would be selected for this yeah, honor. Absolutely. She's um, amazing. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear from some of her students. If you're listening, shoot us a message on Facebook. Tell us how amazing she is. And, and so uh, here's our interview with Ms. Jin Dai. Thank you. Um, because my parents were both the teachers, they exchanged the uh, experience at home about the efforts to expose the students to new perspectives, spur the reflection and support uh, them through the difficult moment. Um, so my mother always had an amazing way of making her students feel important because she gave her students an incredible amount of responsibility and trusted them to do what was right. She also, um, by the tough love, she also gave a lot of love is uh, uh, cooked for the students and invite the student to our house to have a party and uh, built up very good relationship with her students. And my father uh, made it known, uh, known that he would accept his students for who they are. He was not going to judge anybody, but instead wanted to help. I heard and felt my parents' joy and fulfillment in the role as an educator. They taught me how to put myself in the other person's shoes and to look for the deeper meaning in, the, in things. They took the place and plant, planted a seed in my heart, which shaped, which shaped 
my sense of self and how I would engage with the world. When someone asking me who I want to be and how I want to contribute to the world, my answer was no doubt to be a teacher. Now I'm a teacher and I love it. There is nothing more rewarding than knowing and seeing the evidence that I have made an impact on my students' lives. When I think back to all the times where a student finally solved a problem or when a former student uh, approached me, think, uh, thanking me, uh, thanking me for being such a wonderful teacher, I feel that it is such an honor to be able to be a teacher. That's amazing. And I love the advice that your parents gave you to kind of meet the students where they're at because your students are not all going to come from the same background. So that's, I think that's really important and very awesome that your parents taught that to you at a young age. So Dr. Frederick Rivers, who's the Mead High principal, he described your classroom as walking into an educational adventure where no two days are ever the same. How do you accomplish something like that? <laughs> Uh, teaching uh, for me, um, I think it's a challenging, tough, um, but it's a rewarding career that isn't for, um, for everybody. But I believe that teachers are born, not made. Um, I think my growing environment and my personality to born me uh, be a good teacher, a great teacher needs the love, purity, dedication, help, helping attitude, and be patient, and uh, sharing the habit, uh, sh have the sharing habit. A school teacher need not be a teacher, but it can be a mom or dad, or even siblings, relatives, or friends. My students always said, Miss mm, Dai is my school mom. So when uh -huh. we called like that, I feel so touched and also refresh, recharge my energy, um, make me love this job more. And so because I love my students, I want to give my best to them. I also like to learn and try to break, break the routine and take a cre creative ideas. In order to keep myself updated, I took the graduate courses. In, even I have, I hide the master degree, I still take another degree to update my teaching um, strategy, attended national conferences, participated in the counties, uh, our county's professional development, and collaborated with other awesome teachers across not only in the county, also across the nation. I have learned so much about my creative potential that <laughs> I didn't know existed. All this sparked me to scrap old lesson plans and start brainstorming new classroom activities and fun experiments to increase the educational opportunity in my classroom. Even I watch TV shows, if some creative games inspire me, I will immediately write down. <laughs> <laughs> then I adopt and re relevate the activities into my lesson. 
I love that. So, so Joe, I love it. Like she's just totally, you're watching TV and could be something that's very relatable to your students and it can spawn an idea for you. I don't think my teachers were doing that in high school, Joe. What about yours? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I had great teachers, but I mean, even hearing from what you were saying about your parents, I, they, they sound like the kind of teachers and you sound like the kind of teacher that they make movies about, like, mm -hmm. which is the creativity and the uniqueness behind it. It's it's really, it's really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, so why why is it important for our children to learn a foreign language such as uh, such as Chinese? Oh, great. <laughs> First, uh, let's forget about what the research found that learning a foreign language improves uh, the cognitive abilities and influences academic achievement and the well-known reasons such as cross-cultural friendships, broader career opportunities and exciting travel adventures. I want to tell the children at least learning a secondary language is cool and fun. Think about that our students speak English, which is the language for over 1 billion people. If they learn Chinese and they can speak with another more than a billion people worldwide, in this case, they would understand and be able to speak to one third of the world's population. So just think about that. Is that cool? <laughs> Here I also have a fun example. Do you know how dogs bark in English, Chinese and Spanish? Dogs say, yeah, dogs say woof in English, but in Chinese uh, dogs say wong wong. And uh, in Spanish dogs say bow and so because this but part of the fun of learning a foreign language is discovering differences in how people look at the world. I will always tell my students that and the globalism is inevitable, changes take place. The aim, aim of learning a foreign language is to make effective communication, which is needed for better understanding and bringing people of the world closer together, reducing the bias and prejudice, solving the religious and the racial differences. So once we show our love to others and feel the caring from others and understand each other more, we can work together toward a shared human goal. That's I, um, why I pa I'm passionate about the teaching foreign language. Thank you. And just, and just hearing you talk, I can also see that this is why you won the um, teacher of the year honor from the county. So you spent <laughs> your entire you spent your entire career at Mead High, and you win this award. How does it feel to only be the second teacher from the high school to receive this award? Uh, I I was very happy when I was named as a semifinalist, and this became thrilled when I was named as a finalist. I really can hardly describe my surprise when they called my name at the ceremony for the 
um, ASAPS Teacher of the Year. I would not be named as the ASAPS Teacher of the Year if it wasn't for all the people who have supported me and guided me throughout my life. Um, I'm so grateful for so many of my mentors and my teacher friends along the way who have pushed me and supported me to get me to where I'm, I'm at right now. I also feel inspired. I'm inspired every day by the people that I work with. I'm amazing team of teachers and support staff that work tirelessly to give our students the best opportunities we can offer. I'm so in inspired by the students that I teach who always uh, start my day with some of the most hilarious stories I've ever heard. I also hope that I inspire people too, because in my opinion, inspiration makes the difference. So I inspired by our county and encouraged by our county. I, I wish uh, one day I can uh, share my inspiration to um, more, more educators and students. Thank you. So, Ms. Dye, yes, I, we can we can hear your passion. Like it sound, you sound like an incredible teacher. Thank what, you. <laughs> what do you love? <laughs> uh, what do you love about teaching at Mead High School? Oh, uh, uh, teaching in Mead High School for um, ten years, I really really appreciate the supportive administrators like Dr. Rivers. Uh, Ms. Kaya, Ms. Queen, Ms. Lero, and Mr. McCarthy, and my collaborative colleagues, my teaching sister, Ms. Clemens, and my labor, the Spanish teacher, Ms. Medina, and more to go on. I love the area, the environment uh, our school uh, faculty built up. So the mid-high IB coordinator, Ms. Queen and Ms. Nero, they are not only inspirational, but the best also is the best instructional leaders I have ever met. So I want uh, thanks for them give me, giving me fresh ideas and challenging me and giving us what we need even in the toughest toughest of times. I'd also love working with my colleague, colleagues in the World Language Department at Mid-High. Um, our department chair, Ms. Mr. McCarthy, and uh, our American Sign Language teachers, French and Spanish teachers, and all the mid-high school amazing teachers, they all are constantly doing the best for students every day and supporting me in all the best ways. I got inspired by the support, love, hugs, and extra uh, effort. So I also love interactive, uh, the interaction uh, with my students. I help them, I also learn from them. And I love when they see the connection between what they are learning and the lives. Uh, they help me to be creative in my classroom and uh, to try different things. So every time if uh, 
I try different activity. I see the joy and the excitement on the children and on my students' face. That encourage me. That make me love, love be teaching at mid high school. Thank you. <laughs> kind of make me wish I was back in high school right now. You're. I mean, I just. It's like you're. you're yeah. I know we're on teams, and it's not ideal, but like your positivity is just radiating so much. So. I, I really appreciate that and love yeah. that. And I'm sure your students, you know, right now too, I know we're back in person a little bit now, but it's probably been a long year. So I, yes. I can only imagine how grateful your students are for your your, your energy that you bring to them every day. <laughs> thank what, you, thank you. What would you say is one of your most memorable moments? And, and don't say winning the teacher of the year. You can't use that one, but what, <laughs> what are your most memorable moments during your time at Mead High, aside from winning Teacher of the Year. Okay, besides that, yes. Oh, I have so many wonderful memorable moments. The first one pop into my head is the, I, I don't remember exactly the year. It's probably 2015 or 2016. Um, that year, uh, we, uh, we want to uh, give special surprise to our graduate students. So we planned two months and the faculty together, uh, we practice a dance um, every week, twice a week. And uh, Ms. Kaya, I remember it's me, uh, our assist, assistant principal, Ms. Kaya and Ms. Ms. Pilan uh, taught us the, uh, the beautiful, uh, amazing dance. Uh, I think that's uptown funk dance. Um, that's very popular song at that year, and yes. we 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 enjoy the times and and the energy together every twice twice a week. We practice we and at the prom, uh, we in the beginning of the prom, the the students is a. Uh, doing the dance and enjoying the moment, suddenly uh, the, the lights uh, that become totally dark and the music stop and everyone wondering what happened. And uh, then we pop in, <laughs> we <laughs> dance and pop in and uh, we dance together. And uh, um, at that time, our principal is Mr. Yo. Um, Mr. Yo also jumping and dance with us. Oh, that's big moment for all of us we can see the the surprise the happy uh, from the graduate students that's the most hilarious memorable moments i have and also uh, the ib every year we have ib ib senior light ibdp senior light and last year unfortunately we, we did the virtual but events are also great and uh, everyone every teacher and a student put love into that night and we share the in uh, in uh, the experience the feeling about uh, special students every teacher talk uh, two to three students about the high school experience with them. Oh, everyone crying and uh, oh, that's that's a that's a very beautiful and a touch touchable moment for for us. So many amazing memory from mid high school. Well, I was just gonna say I, I'm going to search the internet for this uptown funk dancing video. 
Yes, you can find it. <laughs> oh, so it really exists. I was just joking. I thought, oh my gosh. So I'm, we're going to find it, Joe. You got to find this video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is For so sure. fun. I was going to say, that kind of stuff sounds like a great time, too. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, that's nighting, nighting my, my teaching career. So, there's a lot of great programs and opportunities at Mead High with IB program, Homeland Security, Cyber Patriot. What advice do you have? And of course, your, your world languages that you've been talking about. What advice do you have for parents and students as they're starting to think about their academic career, so to speak? Yeah, uh, Mead High uh, does a lot of uh, effort to uh, provide to our students. So uh, we are very special school that can provide so many great options and opportunities for our students. Really, the school teacher, the administrator uh, would always put our students first. Think what is best for each individual student and what to um, make the uh, want to make the difference and want to have um, prepare a great thing, right thing to each single individual student. So my advice for parents and students is to understand uh, the students' needs and the interests and discover the strengths, the passion about. So um, for me, I think taking some rigorous academic program may be tough for the four high school years, but benefit the rest of the students' lives. Like I always encourage my students uh, stay consistently stay on what you're passionate about. Don't give up. Even sometimes you feel struggle, but we can find a way. We can work together, find a way, resolve the problem and keep going. Um, now, maybe our children didn't realize that, but after years and years after, uh, they will uh, realize and they will appreciate uh, as teachers and parents provide the opportunity for them. And that's just really sound advice. I really like what you're saying about, yeah, it might be hard in the moment, but you'll get through that moment. And even school or life, that's just good philosophy <laughs> all together. Well, Ms. Dai, thank you so much. First of all, congratulations on winning thank you. the Anne Arundel County Public School Teacher of the Year Award. And just thank you for sitting down and talking with us. And we wish you the absolute best. I hope very much that we'll see you as the Maryland Teacher of the Year, correct? That's the next next yes. phase. And what, so when do you find out about that? Um, maybe next, uh, this year, uh, the fall, I think. Oh, in the fall, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's very exciting. Ms. Dye, is there anything that you wanted to add or anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? Thank you. I, I just uh, um, so pleasure and be honored to be invited to uh, talk and chat, share my experience with all of you. That's great opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here's Chad Jones with your digital gibber for the week. Hey team, me Chad here. I apologize for missing out on your last digital dose of gibber, 
but I was busy recovering from my second dose of Pfizer. I coached a baseball game later that day, and then I fell asleep for the better part of two days. However, the relief of being fully vaccinated totally outweighed the few aches and chills that I, that I ended up surviving. My guess is my daughter would say the same thing. Her second dose put her out for about four days. However, she's probably going to be okay with that now that she's going to be able to safely attend her first prom in two years. And I guarantee she's going to feel all right about the vaccination after effects after she's able to step on campus this fall at the University of Michigan. Go blue. But going to prom, coaching baseball, and actually attending university are just a few of the freedoms that fully vaccinated people now have. And a normal safe life is right around the corner, yet it's a corner so many people are unwilling to take. And I'll be honest, I don't get it. Now, this isn't meant to be a political post, and what I'm about ready to say is not political at all. Vaccines work. This vaccines or these vaccines work. It's been proven. Science works. Now, I do understand some of the hesitancy because, you know, I'll tell you what, when this all came out in January, I was more than happy to sit and wait and let the vaccines take its course so that in just in case the shot was going to cause a second of zombie apocalypse. But guess what? It never happened. And the number, the COVID cases go down as the shots go up. But right now, Team Mead, we are stalled and we got to get through. that. But you know what? It is a choice and it is a free country. So I'm not going to get mad at you if you decide not to get your vaccination. But you just don't get mad at me when I'm able to board a plane, go to a baseball game, or catch a movie while all you're able to do is sit back in your house and watch. Talk to you soon. Ramadan Mubarak. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search Fort Meade Declassified.